This is bad. Philadelphia Eagles are... This ball is out of here. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Third Needle Podcast. This is episode 17. Hope you guys are having a lovely Thursday. I know it's a little rainy out, little showers, 66 degrees right now here in uh, Jersey. Probably looking the same in Philly, but ultimately I hope you guys are having a lovely Thursday despite the weather. I think it's going to clear up later in the day. So opening up the show, my man. I'm also brought by my side, my co-host. I'm sorry, Sean Bruner, your host, Jack Kelly. (laughs) Um, So opening up the show, Sean, I mean... Let's kind of talk about that uh, Boston Warriors series. That what um, I say? Yeah, you called it. You called it. You called it. So you know, I thought ultimately it was going to go back to the Bay and they were going to win it. But I mean, Golden State was just on another level. Shout out to Chef Curry. Shout out to Jordan Poole. Shout out to Clay Thompson. Shout out to the whole Warriors organization. I mean, honestly, I mean, you know, and um, Sean, give me your uh, thoughts about the game. It was a great game by Golden State. I thought they finished the job out perfectly. <clears throat> um, it's it's hard to win when your star player and Jason Tatum only scores two points in the second half of a closeout game. Yeah. Um, so it's just not going to get it done. I thought Jalen Brown played his heart out. I thought he really stepped oh, yeah, up Jaylen, in his finals yeah. big. I thought he was the oh, yeah. he was the leader in the finals. I don't think Jason Tatum was the leader. No, I thought I think, it was. Yeah, I, I thought Jaylen it was Brown more Jalen Brown. Took that over, yeah. yeah, he had. I, I think he averaged the most points on the team uh, in the conference finals and the NBA finals. But yeah, um, yeah, I thought Jalen Brown took over. I thought he played uh, phenomenal. But he absolutely did. But Steph Curry, man, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you can't bet against Chef Curry, you can't. man. I mean, <laughs> you can't. I mean, he's got to be. He is my greatest point guard of all time. I don't know if he's anybody else's, but he's my greatest point guard of all time. Me, I think he's better than Magic Johnson. Me personally, and that's a bullet statement, Sean. That's a bullet statement. But I will agree because, like, what you call it? Steph Curry is personally my favorite point guard, and I think he's better than Magic Johnson. And it's not I like mean, it's not like any biased stuff. It's, yeah, it's just not like any the biased facts. stuff. Like, yeah, it's it's just I just our believe that, yeah just, I just believe right. that he is a better player than Magic Johnson was. I mean, they played in two different eras. Yeah, it's just like the Magic and yeah. or the uh, Jordan and LeBron discussion. But I I do believe that Curry is the greatest point guard of all time. So since we're kind of on the topic, Sean, I mean, you know, now that Chef Curry has four rings, um, where do you rank him in the goat status <laughs> upon the goats? Um, I mean, honestly, I, to me, he. Uh, Dude, this is this is such a toughy, sticky situation to talk about. But honestly, where I'm coming from, I think that I'm ranking him at least in my top five. In your top five? In my top five. So like, I, I don't know. I don't know if I could put him in my top five because as of right now, my top five is Kareem, Mike, LeBron, Kobe, and Bird. Kobe and Bird. And okay. then. So like Curry kind of ranks like in my all time like top ten. Definitely got to be top ten. Yeah. I I think he I think he deserves to be in the top ten spot. Oh, definitely, in, definitely. In my spot, I think that he is eighth in my top ten. Eighth. I yeah. think I think my top ten is Kareem, Mike, LeBron, Kobe, Bird, Shaq, Will, Steph, Magic, and Duncan. Yeah, I think those are my top. Yeah, that's 10. out. That's out. But. I do believe that Curry is over Magic, and 
I think Steph deserves to be in the top 10. Definitely deserves to be in the top 10. And like I said, I personally, well, I, I don't know, kind of backtracking on my statement. I, I want to put him in the top five right now, but I still know he has, you know, a couple more years in the league for yeah. sure. So, and I think he's going to continue to do great things and continue his greatness. So, I mean, it's so tough. He's definitely in my top 10 for sure. I want to push him in my top five. I really do. I do too. I really do. I just don't know who I'm taking out as yeah, of right now. Like you it's said, hard. You, yeah. you brought up, you know, LeBron, Michael Jordan, Kobe. You know, can't forget about Shaq. I mean, talk yeah. about like dominating bigs. I mean, but you can't forget about Kareem, you know. So, you know, and they're they're all it's, solid it's just such a tough up. debate. Honestly. It is. It, it really is. is. It's a touchy subject. So it's hard and to it's hard to put Curry in my top five. Yeah, and you also got to think to like you know a little older people like watching yeah. baseball in a different era. You know what I mean? Like the players. You know, like Bird, Julius Irvin. You know, like Michael Jordan. You know what I mean? Like that we really didn't get to grow up watching. You know what I mean? Yeah. And our generation of basketball is a completely different era, and and it has ultimately changed the the game of basketball. Uh, in the big picture. So, you know, so there's so much controversy from all different types of, you know, errors, people, you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, it's it's so tough, but he's definitely for sure solidified his spot in the top 10 for sure. And like I said, I want to put him in my top five. I just don't know who I'm taking out as of right now. Yeah, but I just want to know tough. who I would take out. Yeah, but I do put Steph ahead of Magic in my yeah, point guard. Yeah, as far as point guards, yeah, yeah he's got to be my top one. I mean, there's just so, I mean, just four-time champion, two-time MVP, the first unanimous MVP. Yeah. He changed the game of basketball forever. I mean, yep. he's got the accolades he to does. back it up. He does. <laughs> he, his trophy case is insane. I mean, it is. Just it he is. has to he has to be over Magic. He, yeah, I firmly and believe over Magic, but obviously Magic is too. Yes. Like in our yes, for sure. Like Magic yeah. has to be too. And there's a know? lot of there's a lot of people that would put Oscar over the Curry, big O over Curry as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I. I think Curry's over Oscar as well. Yeah, Curry's definitely over Oscar. And like I said, I got Curry 1, Magic 2. I don't know about my 3, 4, and 5 yet. Yeah, I'm but, not sure about that. Yeah, but that's still up for discussion. But but definitely my top one has to be Steph Curry. Um, so I know you kind of saw a lot of rumors surfacing the media platforms. Uh, you know, you, you, you brought up about DeJounte Murray. About uh, I saw his tweet that you sent to me yeah. with a little popcorn. He was yeah. like, DeJounte Murray about the... That trade, yeah, he's been he's been tweeting the last couple of days, and then I got a um, notification yesterday, and it was um, a blockbuster that could possibly go down: uh, Dejounte going to Atlanta and John Collins going to the Spurs. Yeah, my thing is like, why do I they just want to get rid of John Collins? Yeah, though? I just uh, yeah, I know. Like, because, like, like I'm not saying he won't be a good fit for Atlanta, but I'm saying to help out like like John Collins is that great yeah, young stretch. Yeah, big. like your franchise player. Yeah. Like, that's like his go to lob player. And yeah, and they like, also have go to? Clint Capella and um, I always forget how to say his last name. Ak Akaminu, somewhere around uh, that. The, the younger know, center. Who, I know who you're talking. Yeah, about. who 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 got time. Um, later in the season, yeah, when Clint Capella was was injured, like yes, yeah. yes, yes, he's kind of got a you know a, a little unique, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. more last name, but what you call it? But he played big minutes, so he's solid. Clint Capella bouncing in his, you know, uh, back to his normal self uh, later in the season, you know, because he had that dwelling injury, you know. So you got those guys, and then you would like to have John Collins to be your stretch young, young big, you know what I mean, with a ton of potential. So, I mean. Obviously, you know, the San Antonio Spurs just are still in rebuilding mode, but kind of is Atlanta a little bit listen, too. I mean, but Atlanta's more a contender than obviously the Spurs right now. Listen, I would I would love to see DeJounte go to a team that's actually like winning games. Yeah. Um a winning the only contender. the only thing I don't really understand is how is it going to really fit 
Um, Trey Young is your point guard. Dejounte yes. is also a point guard. Also and a point guard. Yeah. He's a guy who's going to get you like a triple double every night. So yeah. what are you going to do? Are you going to put Trey to shooting guard? Yeah. So I guess don't or... move Trey to the two, Dejounte to the one, and then kind of figure out the lineup from there. I mean, I mean, listen, have... I want to, I want to mind the trade at all. I, I mean, that's I wouldn't mind it. either. It just kind of makes no sense to me. And you know, in, in the big picture, you know what I mean. And I'm sure you kind of feel the same way. Just with like, you know, being that John Collins is so young and he's a stretch big, he could obviously shoot the long ball and you know that that's that's stretching out the floor and then not only that like he's a rebounding machine and the guy i mean it's got crazy athleticism mm-hmm. i mean his his bunnies are insane you know what i mean so you know john collins is a solid player i mean but you know so is Dejounte murray but i just i just don't really get the trade but i wouldn't be mad about it obviously like Dejounte murray is my favorite player in the league so mm-hmm. obviously i would love to see him go to uh Possibly a playoff contender. Yeah, at least uh, somebody Atlanta. that can yeah, make some, a playoff and actually get past the first round. Yeah. Um, I, me personally, I really do think Dejounte wants out of San Antonio. I, I really do. I mean, the tweets that he puts out, like it, I feel like it's like just like something calling for help or something. Like I feel like he really does just want out of San Antonio. See, I, I, I feel like in San Antonio they're struggling to find that nice big piece of a big. I feel like Jakob Pertl is great, but as far as athleticism, he only goes so much. Yeah. And, you know, you need that other solid piece. So, like, they, they traded away Eubanks, and they had that other guy. I, I, I can't recall his name, but the other younger guy um, who replaced Jakob Pertl. But, you know, I, I think ultimately Spurs are obviously in rebuilding mode. You know, shout out to Greg Pop. I mean, he's got to be, like, the best, best coach in the NBA for me. Um, you know, in, in all time, but you know, like, like he, like, they, yeah, they're they're just struggling for the big, and obviously they're in rebuilding mode. I love Kelton Johnson; he's such a young talent, and you know, the the Spurs do have some players, but it's going to take a long time for them to be, you know, uh, uh, great again. You know what I mean? They have a ton of young talent, but you know, they got to get more experience, so therefore they need time. So, you know, and 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 like you said, you're bringing up a point about you know Dejounte Murray kind of crawling out for help in his tweets, and maybe he is. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't really know. I mean, he does carry that team, but also like he does have the help with Kelton Johnson. Uh, so you know, so I mean, we could find out tonight. I mean, it's draft night. Yeah, it's Dejounte draft night. could be going to Atlanta tonight. You never know. Yeah, watch, watch the baseball baseball draft tonight, guys. <laughs> so, what do you think about the Kyrie? Irving rumors. So the sticky up. Kyrie Irving situation. So I saw, correct me if I'm wrong, Sean. I think it was like a four year, four year max contract or something, uh, for like 254 million, like something like Jokic status that he had, that he was trying to get. I believe Kyrie? it was. Yeah, Kyrie. Yeah, no way. That's what I'm saying. No way. <laughs> and I kind of, kind of heard some rumors about it. Like he's not, he's not trustworthy enough. No, he misses too much. Not at all. And Shannon, shout out to Shannon Sharp. He brought up a great point. He brought up that Kyrie Irving has found himself off the basketball court, but still has not found himself on the court. So ultimately, he knows the type of person he is off the floor, but on the court, he's still, you know, mm-hmm. unvaccinated, which that's his personal choice. Nothing against that. But, you know, second, like, you, you know, you're also a deficit to your team at that point. Right. You know what I mean? And how long. Is Ky- uh, Kevin Durant? I'm sorry, Kevin Durant going to stick around because he needs the pieces now, and obviously that's Kevin Durant's team. Like he's managing that team, right. not him and Kyrie Irving. You well, know? I wouldn't. 
I, you know, you can't I, I give saw, him that big of a contract. I, I also saw saw something about like a possible trade. I mean, I feel like he does want out of Brooklyn a little bit, but but why though? I mean, he's I, so close I, with Kevin Durant. I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, just... Kevin Durant did leave Steph, and now Kyrie might just leave KD. So KD made a huge mistake, as <laughs> everybody knows. But um, <laughs> would that be crazy? Yeah, like right. <laughs> but I think that a possible trade to the Lakers. Could happen. I mean, maybe the Lakers? maybe a little reunions happen. Kyrie gets a little Brown back. I don't and think, Russell Westbrook. I don't goes think back Bron- with Kevin Durant. I don't think Brown wants to deal with Kyrie Irving though. I don't know. I mean, I don't think I, he I've does. heard that they've been in contact as well too. I don't think I don't think King Brown wants wants I don't know wants I'm, to deal with Kyrie Irving. I don't know but, because of the situation in Cleveland. But that would also mean Russ goes back to Kevin Durant. <sighs> Or that, or if Kyrie were to get traded or go to a different team, if he opts out, dude, that's such some shaky optimism. Would right Kevin there. Durant went out of Brooklyn and he would leave Ben Simmons all alone? Uh, so I don't see Kevin Durant leaving Brooklyn. I don't know. I I, mean, I really don't. I think he's solid- that's his team, and he's I mean, gonna- like I could see him definitely coming to like the Sixers or something. <laughs> I would love Kevin Durant to come to the Sixers, but I don't see him leaving Brooklyn. I mean, obviously, I think the. The coaching staff and 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 uh, the front office of Brooklyn are obviously going to make their moves uh, to help Kevin Durant, and ultimately that's going to be his team. So I, I think he kind of solidified that. I don't know. We'll we'll see. I don't. Know. We will see. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of optimism out there. NBA is crazy. You NBA know. is crazy. It surely is, man. Anything can go either way. I mean, it, it's it's nuts. It's nuts how how. So how, how about the trade that happened yesterday about Jeremy Grant Jeremy going Grant to, to the Portland. Blazers? Yeah, I like it. I like it. I do. I, I because like D- Detroit also bringing up like like the San Antonio Spurs they got a bunch of young talent but they're still in rebuilding mode so obviously you know Detroit needs some more time with that young talent so they got a lot of pieces I feel like it's a good move sending Jeremy Grant to Portland and you know have him kind of on their mentor mentorship of uh you know Dame Dalla. yeah I don't think Portland's done this all season either I think yeah, Portland's going to go out and try moves. to get somebody else yeah. as well. To have about Jeremy Grant and uh, Damian Lillard. Yeah, you got to think because they get, got rid of CJ, so they kind of freed up some cash yeah, you base need, there. Yeah, you need another like star probably. Yeah, so kind of need another star. They might go after somebody in free agency, yeah. or they might go and try and trade for somebody. Yeah, because they're also dealing with like dwelling injuries, you know, with Damian Lillard and yep. stuff, and uh, Anthony Simons. He was hurt, you know, towards the end of the season, so you know. But you know, hopefully, so they have the off season to recover. But yeah, they're definitely going to go out and make some moves for sure, Sean. Yep. Let's talk a little bit about the Sixers. Let's talk about some possibilities, some trades. So do you think that the Sixers actually draft somebody tonight where you think they're going to put it into a package, possibly put Danny Green in there and make a trade tonight maybe? I say they make a package deal. You think they make a deal? I I also agree. I don't think that the Sixers – Use their twenty third pick. I don't, I don't think, think they, they use it. I think they package it with possibly Danny Green. Um, I wouldn't mind the scenario. I mean, I don't know exactly what it is. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure Bradley Beal opted out of his contract, which means, and he said that he has his like like what team he wants to be on. Yeah, like I mean, it could be Washington, it could be a different team, but I wouldn't mind like a sign and trade package that would involve like Tobias Harris, the twenty third pick. Matisse Thibault yeah. and they're like Shaker yeah, Danny like in there, Shaker something, yeah. yeah. And wouldn't mind that at and, all, and man. Take Bradley Beal, but yeah, wouldn't mind that at all. But uh, I don't know. I mean, 
we would have to see what the Sixers do. I think Morey has something up his sleeve, though, and I think he's going to pull off something. Definitely, he definitely I has think something he really up his is, sleeve. Yeah. Definitely, but like I said, I think I think they throw in a little package deal. So I completely agree with you, Sean, on on that side of things. Yeah. Um, so kind of talking about, I didn't know whether or not Zach did Zach Levine uh, sign a contract yet. He didn't sign or, it, but it's most likely that he's going to go back. Most and, likely he's going to yeah. go back to Chicago, which I kind of assumed because like it would kind of be dumb for him not to. Yeah, because I mean, they got Tamar, Alex Caruso, yeah, Alonzo, They're, they're yeah. building around Zach, yeah. and, you know, they were kind of dealing with, like, you know. Um, Zach was going to leave if they didn't pick anybody up, and they went out They went out uh, last offseason and picked up people. So Yeah, and they were kind of dealing with dwelling injuries with Alex Caruso out, Lonzo, Lonzo yeah. you know. So kind of their big pieces right there, um, you know, dealing with injuries. So, you know, so so like I like I brought up, you know, before on previous episodes on the podcast, it would kind of be a stupid move for Zach Levine to ultimately leave yeah. Chicago. But you know, if he wanted to, he wanted to. You know what I mean? If he wanted to try out something new, you know. But but yeah, I see him going back to Chicago. I mean, yeah. obviously they're building around Zach, and you know they're they they got the pieces now, and you know, and they got the off season to recover. So yeah. now it's just health, you know. Yeah, I, I'm very curious to see what the Sixers actually do this offseason. So am I. I'm very so curious. I, I really, 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 really want to know. I really want to know too, because James Harden got that uh, got that lower contract too. Yeah, so taking taking less money, taking, taking less, less money. years. Yeah. yeah. So you know, it frees up some cap room. So I, I really want to see what. Uh, I'm very, I'm very interested to, to see what they do. Yeah. I know. So am I. So am I. And and like we said on a previous episode on the podcast, Sean, I think we have to go out. Obviously, we want to get like a nice two card. But obviously, we got Maxi stepping up now, so I want that solid piece on the bench. I need a bench, yeah. I need, I need that I need, solid, piece, I need that solid piece. If you're going to give me like, I don't even know who to throw in, like a little package deal. But you know, obviously, throwing away Tobias Harris, Danny Green, or Shake, uh, you know what I mean, a little package deal. You know, with with, with our uh, draft pick, you know, our 23rd draft pick. Uh, I don't know, man. Somebody big, like a nice two guard. And then, like, like somebody solid to go on the bench. Well, the rumors, the, the rumors so far in free agency is that the Sixers are going after PJ Tucker and Eric Gordon. Oh my God! So dude. the Sixers are prepared to offer PJ Tucker three years, thirty million. I don't like that at Gosh, all. I think she, that's way too much for somebody who's going to be forty by the end of his true, uh, end of that true. contract. You definitely got to take age into and consideration. And thirty million, you can spend thirty million on somebody way better. Yeah, you definitely can. Um, and but PJ Tucker, I understand he is made for Philly. He is and definitely he does made have for some Philly. Tough, gritty day. Yeah, he does. He does. But he's, he's old, like a Marcus Smart. But he's man. yeah. But he's older now, so it's yeah, kind of tough. Older. And yeah. I really don't know if three years, thirty million is. Good for but hey, man, PJ Tucker. Tucker still plays pretty good. He, he knows does. his role, he dude. Does. Just shoots those corner shots and hits those little floaters, and then plays tremendous defense. I, I feel mean, like I feel like we're just going after that Houston team, honestly. Houston like, team, yeah. Eric Gordon, yeah. like, PJ Tucker, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I wouldn't yeah. mind Eric Gordon, but PJ Tucker, I don't know, man. Yeah. Like, like I you think were it's saying, just too much money. I really do. Way too much money with you know his age, which you definitely got to take into consideration. Like I said, you know, he's not falling down you know what i mean he's obviously playing he knows his role and he's playing it well and he's been doing that you know what i mean but you know yeah i i, I don't know just three years i think i think that's kind of yeah it's just too much. too much it's just yeah. too much money it really is definitely too much all right sean so let's kind of shift our focus over to the baseball end let's kind of talk about our fighting fills i know not uh too much positive stuff to talk about really but you know we we, we still did change our record you know we're 36 and 33 as of right now 
Three uh, games over 500. Yeah, three That's games good. over 500, which is good. Yeah, our batters have been hot. Um, but kind of, you know, lost our last two games uh, against the Rangers. So we had Tuesday, June 21st, we lost seven to nothing. Uh, I don't know how this happened, man. I, I, I really don't. I really don't know how Texas we lost just turned it around seven to nothing. They just did. Marcus Simeon. Yeah, Remember the guy? Yeah. Remember the guy on Toronto? Yeah. yeah, coming to the Rangers and smoking. Smoking some bats, man. Smoking some balls. They just turned it around against the Phillies. They really did. Yeah. Their bats just came alive, and they just took it to us. Our bats just went, went silent. Definitely, definitely. So then, And then yesterday, we lost 4-2. to two. So, you know, kind of tried to fight time, back, but... Time to turn it around. We start a four-game series with San Diego. Definitely time to – A lot of late games, though. A lot of late games. Yeah. Got to stay up late. Yeah, but, a lot of late games. Dude, but, I forgot the Rangers have Seager. Yeah, they do. Oh, my gosh. They do. Yeah. the monster. <laughs> this this four-game series against San Diego, San Diego is a really, really tough team. I think we split and take two out of four. Um, Maybe we can have a miracle happen and possibly take three out of four. Against San Diego, but San Diego is a really tough team with Machado and everything. So Machado, yeah, they're they're a really tough team and they have some great pitching. So it's going to be hard for the they do. Yeah, and it's going to be hard for the Phillies to the win. The Padres' record is forty four and twenty seven. Yeah. So I'm gonna they're almost twenty games over five hundred. Wow, yeah, they're they've been killing it yep. this year. Uh, I, I'm gonna say at this four game series, Sean, I'm going to say we probably take two out of the four. Yeah, I say I'm two I'm going to give us two four, out of the yeah. four. I was going to go on a limb and give us three out of the four, but just the way you've been looking, like the way we played against the Rangers. I think I we turned it around. I think we win this first game tonight. I really do. Yeah, I think I think we win tonight, definitely. And like I, I said, we pull out two out of the four game series against uh, the Padres. Um, but it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. We really have got to turn it around. We really do, man. All right, so I just always pitch in the night. For Philly? For both teams. So we have Suarez teams? pitching tonight. Ranger they Suarez. Ha- they have Musgrove, who is 8-0 and with a 1.59 ERA. Oh, my god! And a whip of 0.9. Woo! Woo-wee. So tonight might not be a win <laughs> after looking at the picture. but Might, might have to, t- might might have have to change your predictions. Yeah, might have to change my prediction. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to keep it the Phillies. I'm going to say we win. I do. I'm going to say it's going to be a tough, gritty, fought-out game, neck-to-neck game. Uh, but I'm going to say we pull it out tonight also, yeah. And uh, like I said, we get two games out of the four-game series. Uh, and I say Ranger Suarez has has a decent game tonight. I'm going to not I'm gonna not say he has a great game, yeah, I think but he, he has, has a good game. game. Yeah, yeah, he has yeah. a good game. Um, Nothing you, crazy. Yeah, because, you know, you got some hot batters on the Padres' end, so... You know, it's it's, it's going to be tough. Uh, hopefully, Rangers Rangers Suarez can come out. You know, uh, throwing some throwing some heat. You know, and uh, hopefully Musgrove. Uh, you know, doesn't doesn't do get, doesn't do too well in our see, batters get let's hot. Let's see if Machado does play tonight, though. He is day to day. Day to day. I saw he's day to day. And it is Machado. good that it is Tatis is on the sixty day DL, so we don't mm. have to worry about Tatis. Either. Yeah, right now, as of right now. Yeah, <laughs> that is going to wrap up episode seventeen of Thread and Needle Podcast. Hope you guys have a good one.